Hey, good morning, folks. Welcome. Welcome to VMworld. Hopefully, you're enjoying the show. And this today is the last day. Um, how many of you guys are familiar with Supermicro? Thank you. So today we will try to talk about, go through the journey of the hyperconvergence, how we started this eight years ago, and where we are today, and how we are helping our customers, right? And feel free to kind of ask the questions at the end of the day, thing. So in the last couple of years, things have become easy for us on two fronts. One is we don't have to convince the customer that it is time for them to kind of move on and try the new digital technologies rather than stay with their antiquated technology in order to survive in the business. So pretty much 90% of our customers today get it. Digital transformation is a must for the survival. Is not something like nice to have anymore. So that one made it easy. So what it really made is half of the selling job is done in the sense for them to kind of be relevant in the next century, it's very important to kind of make their processes more digitized. And there are a couple of different ways to do it. One is um, have everything in your private cloud where you kind of invest a lot in your infrastructure and do it within the four walls of your data center. For many of our customers, that seems to work fine because of regulations, and more importantly, to have the to meet the SLAs of their customers. For some, obviously, that is not a viable option because you do not know when and where and how your requirements will change. So you need to be more flexible, more scalable, scale up, scale down. And for some of those guys, public cloud is more relevant. And then there is some who are in between, where for um, regulations, regulatory concerns, or privacy concerns, you need to have the data in your private data, in your data center, and in order to scale up or scale out, you kind of move to the cloud for to meet the requirements. So hybrid is important too. So given this, private, public, and then hybrid, it it's a lot more confusing for the customers to how to deploy them. So when we sit down with you, the number one criteria from you guys has been always, whether it is you're using it for business critical applications, or you're using it for VDI, or you're using it for DevOps, or for remote IT, your requirement ask has been very simple. In fact, that was the ask. You want it to be simple to configure our scope, you don't want to spend a whole lot of time scoping the requirements kind of a thing, how, what, how, what kind of a configuration it will fit into, how can I order, and how do I deploy. So you were very straight from day one. Seven years ago, you had the same ask. Today, you have the same ask, which is simplify everything for me. I don't have the time and energy to go through all these different uh, tasks, because for me, every second I spend on this is wasting my time because I can make money servicing the requirements of my customers. So you want it to be simple to kind of configure, simple to order, simple to deploy, simple to manage, and simple to scale. And this is where Supermicro has been working together with the VMware and Intel and taking your input into consideration. We have made all those different steps very simple. And what you see here is our flagship product, the Big Win, for hyperconvergence. Basically, four nodes in a single form factor. And if you were to kind of look back, Supermicro is not too 
new to hyperconvergence. In fact, we were the ones that enabled the hyperconvergence movement seven years ago with this box. At that time, when uh, many of the software companies were trying to bring hyperconvergence into the market, the requirement was to kind of convey that simplicity. So having four nodes in a single form factor, be able to deploy it as an appliance was important. And Supermicro was the only vendor that had this 2U four node form factor in the market, and that's how the hyperconvergence was born. So this was the last generation of it, and what you see here is the next generation of it, which has the NVMe. So what you see here is our big twin, same form factor, the 2U4 node that started the hyperconvergence movement. And today, this is a system that is widely popular and deployed by many hyperconvergence companies, all the leading companies out there. And we also have this one certified for the visa, in which we will kind of go in depth in a few slides. Dual processor, scalable up to 205 watts, three terabytes of memory, and more importantly, the I.O. storage. It can handle the NVMe, which is very important if you're trying to deploy it in your mission-critical applications. 56 cores. With that, you can run many VMs. You can pack it densely with your VMs. Along with it, three terabytes of memory per node. So if you're deploying it in your mission-critical in-memory compute applications, that's huge amount of memory, three terabytes. And when you add it up and multiply it by four for the four nodes, you got 12 terabytes. The densest of the dense memory applications, no problem, it can handle it. And then comes the NVMe. This box can run the EDA2 NVMe storage opt-in. It can also handle SATA SAS SSDs. So what it really means is it's a very powerful thing. One form factor, you can deploy it in your mission-critical applications by increasing the core count, increasing the memory, and going with the NVMe, the fastest of the fast um, storage media. And if you were to deploy this in a tier two, tier three, you would probably go with a combination of all-flash SAS or SATA SSDs to keep your cost down. And if you were to kind of move it to your um, archival or a tier three, you would go the route of uh, cache with uh, NVMe or SSD, and then you can do the spinning disk. So what it really means for the sysadmins in your IT administrators, in your organization, simplicity. Familiarity with one box will get them through all the different workloads. One system, any workload. That's the mantra with this one. And more importantly, it also supports multiple networking options, 10, 25, 40, 100 gig with our flexible SI OAM card. So that way you are not, um, suppose, um, your IT infrastructure today networking is at 10 gig. Tomorrow you have to go to a 25 or a 40. You can do it without rip and replace, without simple SIOM technology. That way in place, upgrade, you can do it. Like I said, we work closely with Intel, and this one also runs the Optane SSDs. 
that increases the performance by multiple, multiples, 10 times. IOPS, like I said, millions of IOPS, it's very easy. And more importantly, we kind of stuck to our um, the success uh, formula, which is make it simple for you to deploy while doing all the hard lifting in the back end. This is something which is really, these are the benchmark studies that we did along with Intel and VMware. And that really shows that the performance is through the roof with an all opt-in. And this is the configuration data for those of you guys who are really looking at with a magnifying glass and saying how it really helps the applications. So like I mentioned, vSAN is now ready for tier one mission critical also. Whether you're deploying your SQL workloads or Outlook or any of those things, you can safely deploy it with the all opt-in. That way, you are rest assured that you're getting the um, matching the performance that your applications require. Once again, this is in comp comparison with what was possible earlier with the first generation versus the NVMe today. There is simply multiple, four times the number of instances that you can run on the VDI. And more importantly, the cost is also coming down. That way, on whatever front you look at it, this is the winning formula because performance-wise, you got the best performance. TCO-wise, this, this has got the best TCO. Although when you look at the initial acquisition cost of an all-flash versus a hybrid, you might take it. You might take a second look at it. But honestly, if you were to do the TCO calculations, because you can run far more VMs and that itself will kind of pay off over a period of three to five years. That way, on all fronts, whether it's a performance or it's about the TCO, you're coming ahead. So this is what the story is with the Intel opt-in, right? And um, it really is accelerating the workloads. That way it meets up the performance of the most demanding applications. So that one that we talked about was the big twin, the 2U4 node. Initially, we went with that route for a hyperconvergence because at that time, in order to wrap your arms around the thought of hyperconvergence, having everything in an appliance form factor made sense. But 80 to 85% of our customers are very familiar with hyperconvergence today. So, and their requirements are probably a little bit different. Not all requirements from all customers are the same. So in order to deal with those different as we also have a one u form factor where you see our flagship ultra systems that way you can have four nodes or you can do with the three nodes there and kind of get started with the vsan and tomorrow if your requirements were to go up you can incrementally add once again this is the flagship when it comes to the one u this is what you see in most of our low latency um, applications too and this one can have up to three terabytes of memory, same as on the memory-wise, three terabytes of memory. And then it can take a SAS, SATA, or NVMe. And for boot, it can take M.2 form factor. That way you can have a dual two uh, slots on the M.2. Networking, flexibility networking. And more importantly, it has four PCIe slots. That way you can expand it. 
So a lot of, like you said, when the ask was for more simplicity, you didn't want to spend a lot of time to see whether this particular solution will scale to your uh, requirements, right? You didn't want to spend four weeks or six weeks or months in your labs to try to assess if this is what will scale for your applications. Like I said, we do all the work on the back end. We work closely with Intel. We work closely with VMware to make sure that we do the benchmark test. That way, you're not spending a single additional day trying to see if it really will scale up to your requirements. And all of these benchmark studies that we do, this, uh, with the third party we do it, and also internally we uh, collect a lot of benchmark uh, data, and that is available on our website. It is very clear now. Your customer demands are going up. Obviously, you don't have to spend, you don't want to spend a lot of time trying to configure it, and you want simplicity. And hyperconvergence is the one which can make it happen. From day zero, you can kind of be up and running. And on top of it, at Supermicro, this is one other way we kind of differentiate from our competition is that we provide a choice of different technologies. And more importantly, we do realize, working with you guys for the last 25 years, we do realize that you are unique and your needs are unique. And that is the reason why we kind of customize an already customized vSAN ready node so that you're not spending a whole lot in something that you don't need. We got um, 12 to 14 different configurations when it comes to vSAN ready nodes. And oftentimes, our, you guys come out and say, you know what, I don't need this kind of CPU. I don't need this many cores. Can you kind of go lower on the cores? So on top of already a customized node, we sit together, our solution managers sit together with you, try to understand your individual needs, and try to customize it further. Having said that, there are a lot of exciting things happening. Apart from the vSAN, storage is, like I said, the NVMe storage is going a whole lot up. And we have been, as always, true to Supermicro's tradition of bringing the latest to market first. We got a one new system, probably you guys heard about it, with a 32 NVMe. And that will take you up to half, half a petabyte in scale, half a petabyte of storage in NVMe, next generation NGFF form factor. We also have with Intel rulers in a U dot and a U.2 form factor. So that means for your storage needs, whether you're looking at less than a quarter petabyte or a half petabyte, you can get it done in a single system, a one new system, and that is what we have at our booth today. You're welcome to kind of, after this talk, you're welcome to walk with me. We can kind of go through it. And that is where I think we are going through um, that system, after looking at it, you'll probably say this is the one which will change the storage industry once again, because all of you guys probably have a mixture of um, storage in the SAN, traditional SAN environment. And as you see today, direct attached storage is picking up, as evident by the HCI. And more importantly, going with the direct attached NVMe, the pooling of NVMe will get you the capacity in a smaller form factor, you're not using that much real estate anymore, not that much of power anymore, 
and you're able to do it with the less resources. You don't need a huge storage admin to kind of do any of the LUNs and do the SAN storage anymore. You're simplifying that aspect of it. And while doing it, you're also saving a lot of dollars because traditional Ethernet, today 100 and 400 chipset is out. It's only getting more and more reliable. And when the pooling of NVMe or TCP IP happens, and the whole game is changed again. So that's the future. And that is something which you can see today at our booth, E424. And we can walk you through different form factors available. Having said that, folks, really appreciate it. Thank you so much.